I tell you what, I was at, I was at, I was across the street from a hard rock cafe, and I saw Nickelback across the street at the hard rock cafe. <laughs> oh, mate, I wouldn't. And, and my sister, my sister was like, "Do you want to cross the road and see?" I was like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Phantom Zone, your favourite comic book reading club. Mm-hmm. My name is Chris Buick and I'm joined, as ever, by Simone and Ian. How are you both? Hello. Hi. Hi. Yeah, we're you good. S- Actually, you asked a question. <laughs> we just went, hello. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, things, yeah. yeah. Sun know, is shining. We're, Weather we're is sweet. We're a well-done machine, what, six episodes in? We are we are flawless now over this. Um, we used to say new comic book reading club, but like I say, we've done a few of these now, so I don't think we can say that anymore. So I'm going with favourite comic book reading club. because I like it. We are. So, um, yeah, how are you both? You're both good? Um, all good? Yeah, yeah, it's good. good. Things good. are all right. Yeah, Broadly fine. Broadly, broadly fine. Broadly, broadly fine. fine. Yeah. Broadly <laughs> fine. Um, broadly well, fine. We are here once again as part of a, a, I guess, a series of episodes we're doing every every other episode, um, where we're currently making our way through uh, a series, um, a unique series, I'll call it, um, <laughs> uh, which um, we're now we've done one volume and we're now in volume two of Six Criminals. Woo! There we go. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so we, we know the back. cues. You see, we we're, the there. Cues, we're there. We're there. <laughs> We are back for volume two. We covered volume one um, a few weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I think we were very positive in volume one. So I'm interested yep. to see here all our thoughts on volume two. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into our comic book of the week, I'm going to hand over to Simone for Nerd News. <laughs> that's, that's, that's amazing. I that's didn't amazing. expect that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping before... you on your toes. Oh, yeah. We talked about you changing it, but I actually thought you were joking. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, she's not going to actually do that. No, you in did. Few, you did. In a few months, we're going to have a reel of these that we should, we'll just release on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, as a clip show. Of, yeah, clip show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe TikTok if, you know, one of us oh, ever wants oh, to wow, go down that road. I've, do you know what? I've, did I say this before? I'm never going to get TikTok. I Neither don't understand I. it. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't understand, want to understand it. it. Yeah, I don't okay. want to understand it. I don't want All to right. know. Okay, so this is the official to everyone listening. Don't expect us to ever hit TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> this is none of us understand stance. it. <laughs> this none is our us, official stance. Yeah, because none of us understand it. We 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 only do like Instagram and Twitter because yeah. we've, it's been around for so long. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. When when yeah. I see kids like posting, because sometimes you get TikTok videos on Instagram. That yeah. sometimes happens, and they sometimes come up on like my feed. I'm sure like, I don't understand this. I don't understand why this is a thing. It's just it's just another video thing, right? Is that mm. it? Yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah. it's everyone doing their own version of the same thing. Yeah. God, I'm so I sound like so old right now. <laughs> I, I, I mean, do you remember Vine? Yes, oh, I do. Isn't isn't it just like Vine, but you get a bit longer, and it's basically the same type of video that just everyone's doing their own version of it, like flossing or whatever it is. Oh god, I sound old as well. Jesus, <laughs> flossing <laughs> the damn kids flossing That's in flossing. here. <laughs> if anyone listening wants to write in and explain TikTok to us, that yeah, great. please do actually. Yeah, that would be really good. <laughs> Go yeah. to our Instagram and let us know. Oh, well, yeah. onto stuff we we probably do know about. We're going to talk about our nerd news, and I'm yeah. going to. 
start with the most recent trailer for the upcoming MCU film, Thor Love and Thunder, um, which released this Monday, I believe. Yes, it was. Yeah, Yeah. well, I think it it came out probably maybe Monday night, Tuesday morning, didn't it? Because of time differences. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but it was, yeah. Yeah, it came out. (laughs) Uh, What what do we think of this, Simone? Uh, Yeah, it's, it's... It, it looks fine. I mean, I'm still, like, not completely hyped for it. Like, it does look quite good, but mm. I think I'm just, after the disappointment that was Doctor Strange... We've had some heat for that, by the way. Have uh, we? Yeah. I've Wait, had who? some, who? like, some people who I, I know, who I think it, uh, some people from Jiu-Jitsu, my Jiu-Jitsu team, listened to it, uh, and... I know for a certainty, they've not come to us yet, but I think they'll be on this podcast in the future. I know for a certainty, Andrew, uh, a friend of mine, uh, um, I think he really, really enjoyed it. He loved it. So very different. Maybe we can do a revisit of that episode with him on and we can hear his counter opinion to ours because he really enjoyed it. That is interesting. I mean, I'm very glad people did enjoy it because I'm happy if people enjoy things, obviously. But um, (laughs) how dare you enjoy that? (laughs) Just like a grump. How dare they enjoy this? I want them to be miserable like me. (laughs) Yeah, and I've I've had individuals telling me like, "Oh, what did you think?" And I said, "Well, we weren't that up on it." And they were Mm. like, "Oh, really? We think it's like one of the best Marvel films." I was like, "Is it though? Is it? Is it though?" The bar is in hell for Marvel these days. Like, oh wow, I don't think it's that bad. No, come on. How can people be like, it was so good? How? I still, I don't. I do think they get away with I don't want to say mediocrity but like they do kind of like have this weird thing where it's like oh you can't judge a Marvel film by other films and I'm like no you definitely should because otherwise we'll have worse quality films Um, and I think this trailer looks okay like it looks okay I think it's broadly fine right yeah it's broadly fine yeah yeah, I'm. Yeah. I guess I'm as I'm as excited as I was for the, for the first trailer. Um, we discussed a while a, a while ago before mm. Doctor Strange came out that Doctor Strange was well for me and Simone. I think was the one that was gonna mm. get us really invested in Phase Four and onwards. Mm. And then obviously we were, in our, for us, let down. And um, I was right. I was right. I... <laughs> I knew I was right, and hey, I'm, okay. st- I'm still smug, smug about it. I'm still- <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Smug. <laughs> Doctor Smug. That is, that is your intro from now on. It's Doctor Smug. <laughs> Doctor smug. smug. Great. Um, I'm I'm of the opinion that this film for me is kind of like not. I don't want to say last chance for the MCU, but it's kind of like if this one's a because uh, Th- <laughs> Thor is my favorite of the original six. Of the of the Films. original of the Avengers as a character. Oh, I was about to say, and what? I really, I really, <laughs> I really liked Ragnarok, and I like him yeah, and all the other films. Yeah, yeah. So if this isn't great, then I don't really know where I stand with the MCU. Mm. I was like, am I really going to invest another ten years in this? Obviously, I'm going to watch them, but I feel like my interest is waning. With every mm. film, yeah, mm. that's um, where I am. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's my like final chance i think i feel like i will watch you know like i feel like it's just part of life now like just watch some of the latest marvel film but i will watch them but i don't think i'm as excited or as hyped for whatever's coming next well you're both depressing because i i'm definitely even if this is not amazing like i in this phase have had something i really enjoyed which was loki like that was amazing (laughs) 
yeah, and I'm I, totally invested in that. In, I, in... I would say I've got better return from the TV shows in Phase 4 than the films. Mm. Mm. Uh, Loki being one, most of One Division was good. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, She's uh, a Scarlet Witch! Oh. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scarlet Sorceress, we've established that. Yeah, yeah, um, sorry, sorry, yes. yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I enjoyed elements of Hawkeye as well. So, mm. you know, um, and I, I'm not saying, like we've said before, in five years' time when we're in phase five or six, I don't know what it's going to look like, mm. but it might be that we look back at us and go, oh, yeah, okay, I see where they had to do this. But yeah. For me, four is one that's got one of the better directors of the MCU, one of the better characters or a- actors for that character. I think Chris Hemsworth is four is really good. Yeah. And I, but I think if this film doesn't hit the mark, then there's something seriously... Maybe it's me. I don't know. You know, it's um something. There's something about it that I'm just not getting anymore. Which mm. Mm, I don't I think don't it's you. I think I do think I totally respect that this phase has not been the the well-oiled uh, machine that I guess we were used to in yeah. the previous phases. Because I think even from the big in phase one, at the end of phase one, um, we we knew that we were heading towards some representation of the infinity saga like we knew that was happening because we saw thanos at the end of avengers um and um i think because of that even though we didn't get there till so many films later and they really executed that well um we were really invested because we knew some sort of like big event was coming and i think with this phase i think Secret Wars is what we're probably building towards, but I'm yeah. still not 100% certain either. I don't know yet because we've had Kang uh, in it or a form of Kang mm. and Kang has some elements to do with that, but he's not the main part of Secret Wars. Um, and we haven't seen like a Doctor Doom yet, which people hypothesize we'll see, but we haven't seen that. Mm. Um, we haven't seen, say, Galacticus. We don't, so we don't know really what the end result i think of these phases are and what we've had i guess is more just like each film i don't know how what you guys feel but each film kind of and tv show kind of sets up something else that could be a big event and it doesn't go right this is what that big event's going to be this is where we're going get invested it kind of like seasons lots of different elements of marvel's universe that as a reader, I'll go, oh, yeah, I know that. Is, mm. Does that mean we're going to do Secret Wars? Does that mean we're going to have Doctor Doom? Does that mean we're going to have, you know, Glatzkus? Does that mean we're going to do something else? Like Eternals doesn't really at all point towards Secret Wars. Like that's got nothing to do with that at all. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, what was the point of that film? You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess yeah. I, do, I do know what you mean. I think it's, for me, it's a case of are they just trying to keep us guessing by doing all these different yeah. things? Uh, but before they reveal their actual plan or are they just throwing stuff about and you know <laughs> seeing what sticks seeing what sticks <laughs> I, you know? that's what i think it is you know it feels like, like that it, it really does feel like we don't know kind of where we're going but let's just sort of like feel our way mm. and i think i'm i'm starting to realize now that we're, we're talking about it that i think i have marvel for the I think I have Marvel fatigue. I think yeah, so. I think I, so. I definitely because I think after this phase they should have taken like some time off. Yeah. Like it after can't just the be, Infinity like, War. Yeah. Because we don't want to have stories. It's 
it's almost like yeah the comic books obviously you know if you're if you're reading issue to issue the comic books do come out extremely regularly but like i don't think the way comic books are consumed like that is 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 very the often thing that people do with marvel or dc i think people mm. like to have big events and they do build up to that in comic books um you know i i can say here that even though i'm a big comic book reader i don't read uh, paperbacks every week i sometimes pick up ones that i want um but i do wait more for omnibuses and the only ones that i was doing that with was i guess the new 52 back in the yeah. day when that came out um with films like each film is a big story to tell right yeah. so when they're so often i think sometimes it diminishes the value of the story you're telling because the eternals for certain just felt like a complete throwaway film because the story didn't really have at the moment we don't know it might have value but because we don't know really where it's building to it just did feel kind of like well that was a superfluous film i don't really need to care about that um and i do think there is a fatigue i think you need to air them out a bit more you know particularly after such a big moment with infinity war yeah i agree i think as well the 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 whole comic book superhero movie genre would have benefited from a break just so there's not people going every other film is a comic book film these days which i think it happened Mm. with them the the zombie genre years ago when Mm -hmm. walking Mm -hmm. dead became a thing and suddenly zombies were everywhere every other movie had zombies even had pride and prejudice and zombies which was a film you know it was (laughs) every other every other thing had zombies in it and eventually got to a point where people were just like I'm sick of seeing things with zombies in them. Even I, who loves the zombie genre, was a bit like, I need something else. Mm. And I think superhero, I think any genre would suffer from that if you, that's all you got. For mm-hmm. well, well, when was Iron Man 2008, we're now in 2022. So that's a long time to have three superhero films a year, plus TV shows, plus mm. everything else going on to then, but also keep track. And now you're in a point where if you want to jump on the Marvel train now, how many films have you got to watch? Oh, TV shows. Yeah. And, so many. And little YouTube bits that they throw in here and there and all this other stuff that just ties in. He's like, oh, you need to see this bit and or wait for this post-credits thing. It's a, it's a lot to digest. Mm. So, yeah, it's a bit like, if it's not going anywhere, obvious, do I really want to start investing time jumping on this now, I guess? Yeah. God, we've started this one off in a positive vibe, haven't we? (laughs) It's I thought it was quite a fun trailer and I'm kinda looking forward to it. It is a fun trailer. I just hope that we're just like doom and gloom up in this house. (laughs) I I hope it's I hope it's gonna be one that goes, This is why you want to watch these films. I'll be all for that. You know, it's got Korg in it. I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna have anything to do with the broader universe, but what I just kinda want and I do think this will be because it's Taika Waititi and like, I think he's a, I think he's a really good director. I think, you know, Jojo Rabbit is like an amazing film. Oh yeah. Um, I, I think I just want a good film. Like mm-hmm. I don't really, and that's kind of the problem with uh, Multiverse of Madness that I feel like they had too much of like, Oh, remember? Well, I mentioned it in the podcast. We did go listen to that one. Um, yeah. It has a lot of like, oh do you know this do you know that references whereas i just want a film that's a good film i don't need like if they do do a little reference to something cool but i don't need the film to be based around this is a marvel film so we're going to have marvel references we're going to have all these things that you'll recognize i just want a good film and then you can put the references in around that which i think the trailer does look like that 
I think it looks fun. I think it looks like a good time. It's got clearly the broader universe because the Guardians of the Galaxy are in it. Um, and I think it looks really good. Christian Bale looks great. As, I was going to um, ask, what do we think about him joining? He's played, it's Gore, MCU. isn't it? Gore, Gore the, yeah. Yeah, the, the God Butcher. He was in the trailer? Yes. Yeah, he's the, the bald-headed pale dude. Is that he's... Christian Bale? I mean, yeah. it clearly is Christian <laughs> yeah, Bale. It looks like him. <laughs> I did not see Christian Bale. Get your Bale. phone up now. Literally go Christian Bale for, and you'll see. It looked Sim. We literally just watched it. We a watched it like, yeah, like five yeah, minutes ago. Five minutes ago. It yeah. I will say the first, the first bit he's in in the trailer, he doesn't. But then the second bit, I was like, it's literally just Christian Bale with white body paint on. I was but about to say the first bit. He seems great in it. Yeah, I wanted him to look like oh, he does in the first damn, bit. I yeah. want him to look like that all the time. I wanted him to look... Because Gore in the comic books does not look like this. He just looks mm. like a dude with some paint on his face. <laughs> Whereas the first bit where we first see him, he's like really creepy. And I was yeah. like, that's how I want him to look throughout the the mm-hmm. um, film. But I don't think he will. Yeah. I don't think he will. Yeah. I also think they've gone... Look, this is maybe me being... Um, you know, I, I'm a in shape guy, you know, I do a lot of sport, but I feel like it, they've gone too far with the walking yeah. up. He's too big now, right? Like he's huge. He's so huge that I'm like, that's insane. He doesn't look normal. <laughs> yes, he is. I don't understand how, I mean, I'm not in shape. Just conversely for everyone, I don't do exercise. um, We're like opposites of this. We're pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, And I'm somewhere in the middle. Yeah. (laughs) I look at something like Chris Hemsworth and I'm just like, no, I can't. I I, I can't get to there, so I'm not going to try. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. Well, he looks a bit... Look, I'm not saying this is the case because, you know, he's in a a well-in-shape guy, but because he's, like, so big in this, it does kind of look like there's some sort of, like, enhancement to what he's done, right? Like, there looks like he's taken something to get that big. And I don't think that's ever how you really want to look. Like if we're comparing, this is such a vain, like such a superficial <laughs> conversation. But like Chris, um, Chris, uh, uh, Captain America. Evans. Yeah. Now that's a good size, dude. That's the size you want to be. Like you don't want to be this big. This is too big. You're not going to be able to put t-shirts on. You're going to have struggles getting through doors. I don't think that this is too much. It's too much. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, he's got America's ass as well. Remember so, exactly. Uh, he's like Chris Evans. He's the he's the whole deal, man. He's the yeah. whole deal. I still I still stand by my statement that I reckon this is Chris Hemsworth's last th- Thor film. Do you think? I think. Do you think so. he? Do you think he dies in this one? I so right. I think it's either him or Valkyrie because there's a scene in the trailer where yeah. Valkyrie's yeah. fighting Gore, and as much as Valkyrie's obviously skilled, I think that's. And obviously, it's we're back to a, a debate about fridging and stuff like that. But mm. you know, I think that's something that maybe they're doing. I I hope not because I really like Tessa Thompson and Valkyrie's character. It seems like a shame to just kill her. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, like more of a story to tell. With I feel Tessa like her Thompson. taking on a mantle of her own and having like a Valkyrie yeah. series afterwards would be great. And I think that because Chris Hemsworth done three, this will be his fourth. Thor film, which is yeah. always hard to say. And then Thor, Infinity War, <laughs> Endgame, he's in, you know, it's just, he's been doing it a long time. Mm. And how many more films has he got in him? So I don't know. 
But I did kind of expect him to be gone with the original three. The, mm. I thought that was going to be it. I thought the three of them were going to go, but it then just was Tony and Captain America. Mm. Yeah, and four kind of just was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm still about guys, you know. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> s- hey. <laughs> But I'm not will, leaving. But we will be. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, well edited. <laughs> yeah. Well editing yeah. yourself there. <laughs> we will be. Um, we will be talking about Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. When it yeah, after yeah, when yeah. it comes out in a special episode, as well as. I was going to say this is becoming a four episode. <laughs> yes, as as well as a a, a a comic book related episode to Thor as well. The inspiration. We yes. Take, we, yeah. we guess behind yeah, yeah. Uh, Thor: Love it's and Thunder. It's going to be good. Um. But for now, we'll move on to our second piece of nerd news, which mm. is the, for me anyway, much anticipated return of Netflix's Stranger Things. Get out of my head, Ian. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I did it in my head, but you, <laughs> it's weird. you, you know, when someone vocalizes something you're thinking, you're like, did I say that aloud? <laughs> Am I going insane? Is this it? Um, <laughs> So yes, we are season four of mm. Stranger Things is yeah. now on Netflix, uh, yeah. released two days ago, Friday, I think it was. Yeah, it was uh, two days ago. In two parts, part one now, part two in July, I believe, mm. sometime in July. Um, seventh. seventh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, all the information, well done, Simone. Thank um, you. <laughs> um, <laughs> glad someone's doing the fact check. Yeah, I was about to say, we're yeah. not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, how do we feel about Stranger Things? We've never really spoken about Stranger Things, the three of us. How do yeah. we feel? Well, we love it. We love yeah. Stranger right. Things. Right. Okay, we, good. We're good. All good. Yeah. We've watched like all of the seasons and and I love the I even had like a game on my phone for a bit, which was Stranger so did Things. I. Yeah, yeah it's great. great. It's it so great. good. Um oh it's so good. <laughs> it's so I, mean, really I like fun. it, but I don't like it. Like I've got a game on my phone like it. I, I well, enjoy the out. series. I have oh. I have, you know, some some merch. Um, yeah yeah but yeah, yeah. i yeah it's, it's good it's yeah. it's really good um yeah. some seasons are better than others but i I was about to say season two which you're currently re-watching aren't you chris um, i am currently for a rewatch. Yes, it's i from my memory just remember that season being completely forgettable like there's just not well, really much happens as, as sam dies in it sam Waiganji dies in it right <laughs> Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going into that, but geez, yes. Um, Samwise Ganji, aka Sean Astin, aka Bob Newby, I think his name is. I've been yeah. rewatching. I should probably know. Um, he he does he does die in this one, and a very very sad circumstances as well. Yeah, but season two is when Steve Harrington became one of my favorite people ever. So you know, he yeah, that's becomes, true. Actually, he becomes yeah, the dad Steve. of the group. Yeah, Steve becomes a way more compelling character. Yeah, uh, because I, rem- I remember when season one came out and no one knew what Stranger Things was, and it just yeah. landed on Netflix. And yeah. I remember someone, th- I remember seeing it on Netflix and thinking, "Oh, this looks cool." And someone saying, oh, "It's kind of Stephen King esque," which I was like, "Okay, well, mm-hmm. I'll definitely." And then because I love Stephen King, watched first episode, and then I realized that eight hours later I'd watched the whole thing in one go. Yeah, like, wow. Yeah, I was just me and my wife were just kind of like, "What happened?" We just <laughs> Are we in the upside down? Where yeah. are we? Um, and then season two came out, literally digested that in a day. Three was the same. So I think when four four is out, but I'm going to wait until they're all out. I don't know if you guys have already started, right? We have. We've watched two. What I would say is you you may struggle to do this in one sitting. It's, you would really it's struggle. It's yeah. Long. They have really cranked up the runtimes of the episodes. Um, uh, episode one is an hour and twenty minutes. 
Hoofed. And, as and, is episode two. Well, episode an hour and fifteen, so it's yeah, basically the same. I'd, we won't say anything because I, I actually, weirdly, I think a lot of people I know have binged watched this. They've just kind of shotgunned it and yeah. watched so much of it. Um, I personally don't like the extra time. It's still good. Like, and I, we obviously haven't finished it, so I can't say really my opinion of the season. But there will have been two occasions in both episode one and two, which obviously are over an hour, which is way longer than it used to be. Um, where I was like, how long do we have left? And it was like, oh, we've got another like 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Christ. Oh, okay. Like, there is a lot to digest. And it's basically just two episodes in one. So if you break them, you know, they, they may be a bit more digestible. But there is a lot. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't want to be harsh, but there's been stuff that I'm like, I didn't need this. I didn't need this bit. <laughs> yeah fair enough i'm looking forward to finally i mean it's, it's it. good it is good yeah. like it is to- we're not we haven't finished and it is sp- suspenseful mm. it's creepy uh it, they've gone into a whole like it's real horror this time it's like really yeah. horrific um yeah. well, and it's I, I good watch- good i watched the trailer and i'm excited by the trailer i'm really yeah. excited by what it, I saw. it is good it's just yeah, those it so far those two episodes have just felt a bit long okay like there's good things that happen like in it like it's it's still exciting and um the the acting is as always phenomenal Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the storyline is interesting it's just very long yeah i think this might be the second last series from what i well i was about to say i was lied to i thought this was the last season yeah i think think we all kind of thought it was gonna be because they were doing like all the seasons well we thought we would they were doing all the seasons but we're now back in yeah, the Winter? seasons don't matter anymore. They've gone. No one cares about that. that. Seemed to, but it seemed to be a thing that they were doing, and it's sort of just like gone out the window. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe they, I don't know. I don't know. Also, yeah. I, well, no, we're kind of getting into spoilers. I was going to say something really dumb happens in episode two as well. Like it's real dumb. We should do a special. We'll do we a special. Do we we'll do, do a special Stranger, Stranger Things season four review special episode for everybody to listen to. <laughs> Sounds good. Put it in the diary. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Put we it in the it, diary, we, we guys. Could, we could do part one and part two if we wanted. Yeah. I, I say I'm going to wait. I probably won't because okay. I, I, have, I have no self-control. Um, <laughs> so chances are you'll, we'll, we'll catch up next week and I'll be like, yeah, I watched it all. Cool. cool. All right. Um, well, if cool. we do that, we'll, we may do a episode. Yeah. Review. Like, yeah. So, cool. listeners, this keep, is our keep... post-production stuff. We should do yeah. this off air. We should definitely yeah. do this. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners can look out for that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> great. So now let's get into the real reason why we're here, which is to carry on our series of episodes dedicated to um, what is becoming one of my favourite comic book series, just, just as a little teaser as to my opinions on this. Um, <laughs> Sex Criminals. Woo! Awesome. Brilliant. <laughs> um, so we're now on volume two. We, reco- we covered volume one a few weeks ago. Um and some of us have literally read this today, so we're very fresh in our minds. I've reread it today, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we will. Um, so we'll start with you, Simone. Seeing as it's fresh in your head, how did you find Volume Two? Um, I didn't find it as easy to read as Volume One, um, but there were, as typical, there were some really great moments in here for me. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I didn't enjoy it as much as volume one I don't think I think volume one is so it's just so well put together such a like full 
comic um, on its own. That mm. this one felt a bit, a bit more disjointed. I think is the word I'm looking for. Right. Um, I felt like there were parts where they sort of like jumped about in terms of like whose story they were talking about Mm. and it kind of uh, jumped about from part to part and that was a bit um it sort of threw me off a little bit but still like good overall um are we gonna get like a synopsis yeah so i was gonna say so oh yeah in season and uh, (laughs) ian if you want to yeah sorry i completely completely forgot about doing a synopsis um right okay (laughs) you're off guard now yeah a little bit because i i read this in the week so i haven't had a refresh so this might be wikipedia might beat me again on this one because i haven't had a refresh i skimmed it today after you finished reading it okay so i can't even remember the characters names (laughs) john and Susie. okay john and Susie. we pick up after john and Susie have got away from the sex police and it's kind of like had a mini time jump. Uh, so we've jumped ahead in time and things seem okay. Things are good. We've Everybody's kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, we did this crazy thing and now life's returned back to normal. But then we see John's, that's Susie telling us that. We go to John's perspective and not everything is normal. He feels bad. He's got depression. Things are getting out of control. He's gone back on his medication, which he hates. And it's kind of all just unraveling for him. Um, so they kind of decide to take a bit of a split. Then she meets uh, a doctor who she thinks is attractive, but it turns out this guy knew John. It's the kid from the first book that he kind of mentions in passing, which I was like, that's definitely going to come up again. But in, in passing, he mentions on Halloween one time, one of the members of Kiss, which they were dressing up as the members from Kiss, didn't come with them. And we meet that kid who was meant to come with them. Um, then... Uh, what happens after that? Oh yeah, the uh, sex police have got like a device which tracks everybody who has like a power. I guess when it's when they have sex and then time freezes or whatever happens to them. Um, a little bit of a spoiler there. Um, they it kind of pings off, so they know and they stole this from them, John and Susie. So they have one of those things. Mm. Um, then some other stuff happens, like you know. Th- We'll get into it because it kind of is a part of my opinions on this comic. But big thing that happens is the bank change their minds, decide to destroy Susie's library, even though they did go, yeah, it's all right. We'll give you a bit more time because somebody at the bank is actually one of the members of the sex police, who is the one that was wearing the gimp costume, I believe. And then uh, they decide, yeah, we're going to get revenge on the sex police so they use the device that the sex police have. Also, John goes into one of the sex police uh, house and is kind of a creep there, steals all of her stuff. They know a lot of information about other people who know the sex police and they decide, yeah, we're going to get back at the sex police and, and they devise a plot to do so. Brilliant. Uh, but not the best. I, <laughs> I, I don't think that was my best. I, that was pretty thorough. I'm going to give you that. that was okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it's a draw? Do you think Wikipedia and do you think it's a draw? No, I'll give you the point. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that, Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> they, they've got enough. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, that 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 was a that was a great synopsis. Really does, um, like I say, pick up where the first book left off. Um, what were your thoughts on it, though, Ian? Um, yeah, the reason why I was kind of like, 
going, yeah, you know, there's this. I don't think much really happens in this issue, but it's kind of like a bit all over the place. I I didn't enjoy this one as much. Um, and I don't know, like after I finished reading it, I was like, did I enjoy that? Like, it's not bad, obviously, because, you know, there's really bad comic book writing out there, which mainly came from the 90s. But this is obviously a really good comic and it, they've taken a lot of time to make detail in the backdrop, which I'm sure we'll talk about the art. And, and it's it looks great. And the the the, uh, the dialogue is still really witty, but it kind of is disjointed, like Simone was saying, that you jump around different people's perspectives of the past that they've gone through, which kind of has brought them to this point. So their different relationships with sex or the things that made them sort of become adults due to seeing that sort of stuff. So, you know, uh, John's friend uh, witnessed his uh, dad having uh, a form of <laughs> a form of pleasure with his wife which i believe the kids call pegging okay um <laughs> and um if you don't it, know what it is look it up <laughs> yeah i was about to say we are not gonna go into that on no. this podcast <laughs> look it up everybody um maybe not when it, <laughs> i was i was reading this comic on a bus <laughs> <laughs> And I got to that page and there was an old woman near me who looked very judgingly at me. And I was like, oh, I best put this away. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think because of that aspect of it, it kind of becomes a bit disjointed because we keep going back to people's past, which is fine. Like we do need to know about these characters and I'm sure they'll become more at the forefront of the story or even bigger players in the plot as we go through the issues. But because of this, I think we lack, like with the sex police, I literally don't know what their motivation is yet. Yeah, It's really vague and they're meant to be the people, yeah, we're going to get our own back on the sex police for destroying the library. But I'm like, but who set up the sex police? Who are they? Why are they doing this? Is there a bigger thing to them? And I know that like, I'm sure there is something that we're going to find out about them. But I think at this stage, I would have liked to know a bit more and i thought we were going to get that when he broke into their house Mm. i thought we were going to see oh okay we're going to find out but we didn't really and i don't know why they're keeping tracks of everybody but instead we learned a lot about the characters which i'm sure some people will read that and really like that and that's completely fair but for me i just wanted a bit more depth on the sex place rather than these characters who we haven't met yet like completely new characters to the story uh kind of i guess we've had both of them mentioned in in previous issues because we also see the porn star that john is um, Mm. uh, infatuated with Mm. um her story because it turns out she has this ability too um but we learn her entire backstory and i was just kind of like okay you know this is it's interesting but i i wanted to know a bit more about the sex police so i could know why i don't like them i don't know if you remember Ian, and maybe it's because I mean, like, I literally finished this an hour ago, so that's yeah. why I probably don't remember. This is I'm gonna right answer at, your question <laughs> right at the end of um the comic. They yeah. it they, it's it's the sex police, and they're talking yeah kind of about like why they don't want all of the people that can do what they do and you know freeze time. Okay, I didn't. I probably didn't there. pick up on this book because I was reading on a bus, so I was trying to get through these pages t- so I didn't have to like scare this old woman anymore. <laughs> So, so. <laughs> yeah like um they're talking about like uh i've got the quote so she, kegel face says um i will mm. not let a couple of 
F-hungry asshole slackers get us all arrested and dissected and legislated just so that she can save a few goddamn books. So uh, I feel like it's they don't want the wider world to find To know about, about them. them. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Well, I take everything I just said back. This is a great issue. It's real good. Catherine <laughs> <laughs> said... It does come right at the end, and it's only a page. Yeah, I didn't. I did not pick up on that bit. That sieved right out of my brain. For me, it's all the, it's I, all I the kind pegging. Of felt like, I kind of felt like that should have come earlier in mm. in the issue, especially coming off the ending of the first one, where you know we see all of them together and they have that big fight. And I, yeah, I would have liked to have them coming yeah. at the beginning maybe you were rushing Ian at the end because you wanted to get off the bus so I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you I definitely was because I had also re- read all of the stuff with the porn star story and oh, yeah. it's quite graphic in the comic at points and I do think people were like is this guy reading pornography on this bus and I'm like it's a comic book I swear <laughs> I mean, it's I'm, for I'm... educational reasons okay I'm not a pervert <laughs> I mean, I was sitting next to my wife while I was reading it, and she just kept staring over it a couple of times and looking at the panels and just looking at me and going, and I was just laughing at some of the dialogue, and she was just like, hmm, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I feel and like it, every one of those cliches where it's like, I read it for the articles, yes. for the for the witty dialogue. Okay. No, it's, re- it's actually really clever. Yeah. <laughs> this one is more graphic than... The last it, one. It definitely, yeah, it definitely is. is. Yeah. Because yeah. the last one I felt comfortable reading out in public. Um, because even though it did have like some sex scenes in it, um, it was totally like not oh, it was so tastefully done. But like it it did have more of a this is just a comic book that you're reading. This one, I'm genuinely like, whoa, there were some scenes that I was reading it as I was like waiting for a time. I'm just reading this in different places. <laughs> I was I was reading it, waiting for a doctor's appointment in a in a in a uh, doctor's waiting room. Again, got some odd looks. <laughs> wow! I might try and like read Sex Criminals in different places to see each week where I can read it. <laughs> I feel like you could do that for our Instagram. Just pictures of you reading this comic in places <laughs> that you probably shouldn't be reading it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I I genuinely quite enjoyed this issue. I must say, I'm of the opposite, and I'm actually of the end. It says I'm glad they took the time to dive into the characters a bit more and took a break from the story. Because for me, I think it's a case of I'm willing to let them get to the sex police stuff later on because they're just building this world out for me. But you know, I just because I liked getting to know more about the characters outside of what happens to them every time they have sex so i think as but i think as well the everything you guys said about the sex police and the reveal and why they're doing what they're doing etc should have been more prominent in the story yeah i didn't even get yeah that yeah so there are it's not it's it it has its ups and downs, and I think there could have been some, you know, some hints of why they're doing what they're doing. Why are they such a threat, you know, mm. other than they know other people who do it. And yeah, it does come right at the end um, that their basic motivation. But and I'm hoping, from what I gathered from that, in, uh, volume three is when they'll start really expanding that. So I was mm. kind of happy for it to leave that there on the proviso that at some point it is going to be addressed because there's nothing worse than a plot thread being 
teased and then nothing happening with it. So mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, I hope it I hope it picks up. But I really enjoyed um you know getting to know uh Susie and John more and then obviously the you had the secondary characters coming in like Robbie Rainbow, which is a great name. He should be in the Marvel universe. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> uh Rachel, who I think is uh, obviously Susie's best friend is coming in as more of a secondary character. Mm. It just it's expanding the world a bit more into just outside of these two people and what they do, and also looking at their relationship from a different perspective now that it's not just based on sex, because obviously the first volume, which is a lot of fun and a lot of you know high high um, high energy cape, like caper where they're obviously robbing banks and using their powers mm. and getting chased by the sex police. This is a much more grounded like, what are we as a as a couple? You know, mm. it's like yeah. now that mm. sex is kind of not out of the way but kind of not the only thing in our relationship what what are we like how do we define mm. who we are and there's and i think you met you you text during the week on our, on our chat and like it's mm. quite sad as a, it as, is it is a sad especially the first half was all of john's backstory is yeah. kind of like wow this took a real turn tone wise yeah, john's uh story is actually quite like it's dark man yeah, yeah it's real yeah. dark and you're just kind of like oof, jesus and i think maybe that's the other thing i was feeling when reading it apart from my shame and reading it in public but <laughs> the the other thing i was feeling was that it's the vibe from from the first volume to this one is quite I'm not saying it's a sharp difference because the art style keeps things quite uh, light in places, even though it does have hard hitting panels as well. Um, but it, it's like humor in its in its frames are very well done. Mm. But it's it's quite different in its tone from the first volume because as I say it's quite the first volume is exciting and maybe that's like you know in in a way with an allegory for relationships. I guess when you first start and you're first reading a comic book or getting into that relationship and the sex is great and etc you know it's exciting then volume two you know you're learning more about john you're learning more about each other and things don't get mm. depressing but they get certainly more serious and things are a bit more like all oh, these have a lot more layers to it and i think john's story was really compelling and interesting and like it is quite sad mm. and i think everybody's in story that we got in this was interesting as well mm. it's just there was quite a lot well not quite a lot there was three i guess but one of them takes up a lot of time and uh, that's it's, it's Anne, isn't it anna the the porn star her yeah. backstory takes up quite a lot um mm. of the story which i felt could have been dedicated to expanding the sex place just a little bit more or moving that up a bit rather than focusing on Anne as much because she kind of just comes left field we didn't know that she had these powers, which are very different to theirs as well, which is interesting yeah. as well. Um, yeah, I, I get that. I think for me, and I, I do get that. I think for me, though, it's I'm happy for them to put legwork into these characters, providing it pays off down the line. Yes. So if, if yeah. we get to this volume six and it hasn't paid off, then I'll think, well, what was the point? you know, I feel yeah. a wee bit, but you know, I kind of, I like getting into characters. I like, I like long books. I like, you know, I don't mind going into detail, but it needs to go somewhere for me. So I I'm get sure it will. Saying. They're good writers. They are good writers. What did we think of the writing compared to volume one? Do we think it's still as good? Cause I think we were quite up on the writing and especially the artwork as well in volume one. Do we think it carries on quality wise in volume two? Oh, for sure. Like mm. I think the, the storyline is, 
although the jumping around which I'm I'll get onto later but like the jumping around would just sort of throw me off a bit but like I think the representation of like what's it like being on medication slash like being medicated it's like mm. with uh, John not being in color yeah that was um, very clever yeah I actually oh, thought was... something had happened to him. Like I thought we had. Yeah, I thought he's he'd no longer like, with us. I thought no. I thought the sex police had like actually taken his like, his um, genitals yeah. and turned him into a grey man. I thought that as well, but it's, it's just like a metaphor for having to do it. Which was really good. It's yeah. Really good. Um, I think something else that kind of slightly irked me, I guess, mm. um, was that like obviously Susie's having issues with her medication being birth control. Mm. Um, and that wasn't really like explored as much mm. as they mm. did with John. And it's like, as, as someone who has been on birth control and has had horrific side effects, it's not just like, oh, she felt a bit bloated. I have literally felt how John felt mm. just from birth control. And like, I know it was really good that they like went through all the different um, apart from the pill or the different um, birth control options there are for women mm. it would have been I think quite worthwhile and also would have been like a nice parallel for Susie to have like similar effects mm. and show like how dangerous you know as well being on yeah. medication mm-hmm. but as how dangerous the pill is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and how serious it is and mm-hmm. like yeah like i i woke up one day and like i had no emotions mm-hmm. it's it, it's really bad um mm-hmm. but yeah i i thought it would have been a nice mirror and they didn't they didn't do that at all so that was that was disappointing yeah i agree i think john gets a lot more lot more page time in this than Susie does mm-hmm. and i think it's kind of assumed that well not soon but Susie's kind of everything she's going through is kind of just not swept away because obviously they do address it and they do address in quite a you know unique clever way like you said with all the different options but it's not that long as an arc really and yeah that's true whereas john's given a and they, and they keep coming back to john's whereas susie's is kind of she gets a bit and then it's done mm. whereas yeah they that's definitely very true. they definitely could have explored it more i agree with you completely on that yeah one. i do as well i think now that you're saying that um i think that's something that added to that jarringness of jumping around because you, you're with John for a huge swathe of like an issue. Then we go to Susie for a little bit and then we're back to John. Yeah. And then you go to John for, uh, for a big swathe. Then you're with Susie. Then you're with another character, uh, Robin. And then you, you're back to John for a large majority. A little bit of Susie. Then you have Anna back to John. And then it's John for pretty much the rest of it. Yeah. And, and that like, literally yeah. like it's 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 um Robert's like Robert's issue. Like it's not his issue, but I think the title is literally like Robert Rainbow. Hmm. Uh, the yeah. title of the issue and it's like it starts with her at the doc at Sexual Gary's. Mm-hmm. So glad that he's back. Yeah. He's so back glad in. that he's back. I hope he's <laughs> in every issue. I hope that's like a running thing that Sexual Gary's just in it. <laughs> he just po- keeps popping up. I'm just so up. I'm so happy to see him. Um <laughs> but yeah, like it starts off with her at the doctors, like searching for new options. Mm. Um, and then it somehow manages to like shoehorn its way back to it being about John in therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or John's childhood. Cause obviously he's part of his childhood. Yeah. Robert. Yeah. Yeah. Robert. They use him. They, it's like 
they start on her and then it just sort of like they run away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. her then her problem becomes Robert. going out for a coffee with Robert or with John. And it's like, well, that's not really what I'm interested in. I'm more mm-hmm. interested in Susie's past Susie as a person, you know, and, and then mm-hmm. it becomes like like say about John again, even in even in her story, it's about mm-hmm. John it's about and John. his childhood. So yeah. Mm. It's a bit, yeah. It's a. I do get what you mean. And, yeah, that was something yeah. that really, it really, it really grated on me. Um, mm. I was re- as I was reading it, I do um, think that scene is is funny. How they do it, where she's like being, uh, she's at the gynecologist, and she's attracted to him, and he's explaining um, contraceptions, and she's having like a sexual fantasy. Um, like I thought that was quite good, but what was more funny to me, which actually made me chuckle on the. Uh, on the bus and i'm sure the old lady next to me agreed because she she was she was looking interested man she she looked interested in it i'm not gonna lie part of me was like you can borrow this it's all good yes um is the sperm like talking to the egg as it goes past it i thought that was really funny as the sperm's going past because of the the uh she he's talking about putting the um coil in isn't he with like putting it in her arm and um they're like going, hey, oh, okay, cool. Well, I'll catch you later. That's fine. <laughs> As they're like going past. I thought it was really funny. Yeah, it's, it is a good scene. It's just a shame that it's so condensed into a small part that it's Susie. Yeah, and we don't. Susie. I thought it was going to be more about like maybe Susie and I keep forgetting his name, Robert, right? Robert. Robbie, Robbie Rainbow. I Robbie. Robbie Rainbow. <laughs> like they go, they have, they, I thought that was going to become a bit more of a. A, maybe a part of Susie's story and like that there's this other guy that she's interested in and like is perhaps more stable than John because John although they are pulled to each other because they have the same ability doesn't mean you should be with somebody just because you have that thing in common I thought that was maybe what they were going to try and discuss there but then no they just move on and it's like you know Robbie's now an interest for Rachel and and you know, maybe there might be more development of that, but it just did feel in this this issue that, oh, here's Susie. Oh, let's get back to John because it's John's story. It, it felt in this issue. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they were trying they were trying to juggle too many things at once to try to tackle something as serious as like depression and mental health and John that they didn't feel like they could do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. But then you just you you I guess you would sacrifice some of your other plot points that are in this to kind of make sure that both characters are well represented. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think what they do in this volume, and as they did in volume one, is the writing's very good and they're very um, good at what they do and getting their message across. It just you know there are certain bits like we've discussed that we'd like to see embellished a bit more or mm. present a bit more. But um, was there anything? We obviously we touched on the fact that the the book jumps back and forward between obviously viewpoints and then between time periods as well, flashbacks. And it does it quite a lot. Is that something we, I guess we kind of touched on was a bit mm. of a, an issue. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we think they just tried to do it too many times or is it too many characters or what was it about it that caused an issue? Mm. It, it, it sort of like, it was quite almost distracting because you, you think you're discussing one thing and mm-hmm. it kind of takes this long detour mm-hmm. to get to it um mm-hmm. which yeah it kind of just it threw me off a bit maybe if i 
had more time to sort of like sit with it and I wasn't trying to shotgun it in two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe this isn't their so fault. Maybe this issue. is the way we're consuming it. This is, this is it. sounding like a me problem, not a them yeah. problem. I shouldn't read it now. in public <laughs> and you shouldn't read it in a couple of hours. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, it was it was just, yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit distracting. Um, how did you I, find it? I, I, I agree. I think it was, it's hard because once you're on a, I guess on a bit of a momentum with a certain story plot and then suddenly it jumps back to something else. You kind of have to recalibrate as to what's happening, who are these characters, especially when it comes to the uh, Anna's chapter. We're basically yes. just leaving the characters we've known for a, a, basically a volume and a half now to go back. And it wasn't until obviously near the end that I realised who this person was. Mm. And then I was like, oh, right. Jasmine St. Cocaine, which is a great name, um, <laughs> from the first one, who I think, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of wrote off from the first volume as like just a throwaway, not throwaway gag, but like a gag that was set up for John as to his sexual awakening as a young man. Yeah. yeah. And for her to come back and just be like this full-blown front, uh, like, character, frontline character, was just a bit like, oh, okay, right, I'm fine with it now, but I was just a bit like, what, where are we getting at with this? Yeah. Um, and it does that throughout, obviously, with John's backstory, and obviously, between John, Susie, the library plotline, obviously, what we do here about the sex police, and then, obviously, um, Anna's, it's just a lot to juggle, jump around, mm. and it's kind of hard to keep track of, right, what what point are we at now? John, oh, wait, John's in therapy now. Okay, no, now we're back at this point. Now we're back at this point. It's like, yeah. it is a bit much. Um, at, t- at By the end, you're a bit like thrown all over the place. That's that's kind of how I felt. If I don't know if you felt the same, Ian. Yeah, I know I did. I think I do like how they execute Anna's story. I think, mm. you know, it, it's well done in its perhaps how, you know, people get into pornography and and get into dancing like doing pole dancing and things like that you know doing stripping um i think they show i think there's a lot of time where obviously that can be what's the word i'm looking for um it can be shunned and disgraced and like oh you know it's sordid and things like that and the people doing that are like damaged people or things like that and she doesn't come across as damaged. I know at the beginning there is something that happens to her that makes her like, you know, unable to enjoy sex as as she expected to. Mm. Um, but I think they do a really good job of telling her story and in a really good way. It wasn't like a over, even though it is quite graphic as we were talking about, yeah. And as that grandma was enjoying, but like <laughs> the 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 way they do it, I think is actually very well done. But it does kind of feel a bit forced in between John. Well, only between John's story, because as we talk about, that's what we focus on. It does feel forced in between hearing about John and Susie and focusing on John. And you do get a bit of like, oh, we're back to Anna now. Oh, we're with John again. Oh, we're back to Anna. Whereas I feel like maybe if they had just gone like this issue is all just about Anna. We're all just going to focus on that, go through that issue and then come out the other end of that one that may that may have been better but it is good it is well written as well and she she's a, a compelling character yeah and and at, by the end of it when she obviously has achieved what she wanted to do educational wise you do feel like oh great she's she got what she wanted in the end um but it is a bit like a bit all over the place in that issue i think 
Yeah, agree. And it might, and again, it might be when when we get to later volumes that it's paid off, and you know that's we think that was really worth worth the setup. Um, and I, I think it, you're right. The Anna storyline is really well told. It's just when you're you're already down a momentum of John's story mostly, and then what's going on in their world, and then suddenly you're pulled into Anna's world, which obviously sets them up for going to see Anna later and bringing her into the fold as part of their plan against the sex police. It's just, but it's just takes a bit of getting used to, I guess. Do, did, did you guys think like Anna joining them was a bit quick as well? Like, I know they have like a bit of dialogue where she kind of, well, not implies, I think she just makes clear that she knows the sex police as well, but they kind of, she, they're in her office and it's just kind of like, yeah, we can do that too. And the sex police and we want to get rid of them. Like she just kind of is like, yeah, okay. I'll orgasm in a bedroom next to you. And then we'll freeze time and see what that that's going to be like. You know what I mean? Like it just felt like <laughs> yeah. they did, did they didn't really elaborate on like, yeah, they destroyed my life and like, we think it's wrong. And, and it felt like she, Anna was just very quick to be like, yeah, cool. All right. I'll go with this, you know? All right. I know she's, <laughs> this is her study and like, but I don't know. I maybe it's like, obviously it's an extreme situation and they have these superpowers that to do with their uh, sexual lives. So maybe she is a bit more like, yeah, cool. Let's figure this out. Cause I've spent my life on this, but I would have maybe expected her to be like, can you prove that you can do that? Like her friend did. You know, because if they walked into her office, it could just be some people who came in. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not right. But what did you guys think with that? Um, so go on, someone. I mean, yeah, it was quick, but also like. I could see why she would be very much like, OK, well, let's 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 make this into a study. Let's let's see what, what yeah. each other can do. Saying it out loud, I kind of convince myself because <laughs> it like it, this is literally what she what her um academic career has been leading up to she's studying this mm. um so i could i could fully see her being like right let's do some field research mm. like straight off the bat yeah i i i agree i do get what you mean Ian, because when you look at the panels they basically say we have a plan maybe you can help and then the next time we see them together she, they're basically in the motel room and she's unpacking all her sexual yeah. par- paraphernalia and it's a bit like wait hold on did i miss a panel where they detail what the plan is and then <laughs> but i guess obviously we see that later as it unfolds which is obviously um weird and hilarious at the same time but yeah. it is a bit of a it is a bit of a oh right we're here now and then there's a whole because in between that there's the whole section between robbie and rachel where he's expl- explaining why he does what he does um uh, as an OBG, yeah which is another GYN. jump in it yeah, it's a bit. It's like we just. It felt like we just need to, you know, fill the gap between here and there, and then and then again, we're with John. It's therapist, so it's a bit yeah. like, okay, what? But this again goes back to our point of jumping between narratives and story points. It's like, okay, what's the plan? Okay, never mind. We won't find out for another mm. four panels, and then we're back to it, and then it's a bit, just a bit. It's a bit jarring. That's actually a point where I do think it jumps around a bit too much because you go like with them, with the plan to Robbie, to them, to them, Robbie and Rachel in the car as well. And it's jumping around, which also Robbie, if I was him, because at least Rachel understands, does Robbie know that they can freeze time? Has somebody told Robbie that? Because if I I was sat in a car... I don't believe so. No, but that's weird, right? You're sat in a car with this girl who you're perhaps dating now 
and she explains to you that they're simultaneously orgasming in one room to another because she basically goes what do you think they're doing i would be like what is wrong with everybody here like what is go <laughs> and then he she's like let's why don't we fall around and then you're like what like i don't robbie man if he knew that they had these abilities i'd be a bit more like okay all right then robbie understands that like they're having to do that but he's just kind of come along for the ride for them to meet this person and then they've gone yeah. into i'm like what's robbie's motivation in this group i don't know maybe robbie's just the most understanding guy on the planet or maybe he's just Maybe he's got his own stuff going on that we just maybe Robbie's maybe Robbie's a real messed up guy. Maybe he's part of the sex police. Oh yeah, twist. He's actually yeah. the sex police. He's <laughs> undercover. He's undercover. You heard it here first, folks. Unless you've yeah. already read I mean, ahead, <laughs> this like, this no. story is. I haven't read ahead, but this no. story has finished. So people, yeah. you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> people, people who have read volume six are going. These guys have no idea. What yeah, they have no idea what story um, they're talking about. I do, I do like the panel between the panels between Rachel and Robbie. They're a little back and forth as to why he does what he does as an OBGYN, mm. and he has this really impassioned speech about how he used to be in pediatric pediatric oncology, which would obviously be a very hard job yeah. to do. What is and that th- again? Sorry, it's can- kids with cancer. Kids with cancer. Oh damn! So that's why when he says I wanted to play for the other team, so he would actually be there for kids who are coming into the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he has yeah. this really impassioned speech about why he does what he does and how he wants to be you know part of the happiest day of parents lives and she just says put your baby in me right yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> it's just i think rachel has some of the best one-liners in this she does they're, they're yeah. very like when um i don't i can't even i don't even know if we can say it but there's a bit where susie's um explaining her powers to rachel in the coffee yeah. shop and then there's just there's lots of panels where it's just Rachel staring blankly back, and then just goes, just blurts out. Yeah, just yeah. blurts it out. If you if you've read it, you know what we're talking about. But um, yeah. it's it's she's just got some of the best one liners. I like Rachel as a as part of this secondary character group. She's very good. Is there any yeah. um? Are there any before we wrap up and get our thoughts on where we think we're going with volume? free and where we, mm-hmm. or where we hope we go is what kind of moments stand around for us as our favorite moments in this one uh, simone i actually quite enjoyed um jasmine saint cocaine or anna um actually kind of being a sex god yes like i <laughs> love that like that's she's, she doesn't just freeze time she can like leave her body and mm. float around i really hope she has like some really really cool powers and her powers aren't just that yeah she, like, she can up, fly like she's like captain marvel right? <laughs> yeah yeah i i love i love that journey for her i love yeah. that um yeah especially like with her history and everything and her having what is like a, i mean it's not completely explained but she has some sort of like sexual trauma mm. um that happened quite young um or an, an accident that had caused an injury. I, I think maybe she had a bad fall or something that caused an injury. That's what I maybe because it was at a playground. It's at a, it's at a playground, it? yeah. But yeah, it so I think something really hurt her. Really hurt her in that yeah. area. So she has a, a traumatic injury, which means she doesn't have a clip, which is what I'm I inferred from that. Mm. Um, and so yeah, for her to end up as this like sexual goddess, love yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah, pretty literally in, in the form <laughs> she takes. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I love that. I did the whole story of Anna Sinclair is great. I think as well, in, it shows. I, I like the fact that whenever these people who have these powers, they're not all the same. So we're going to get a variety of outcomes and who's who can do what, which mm. I do like. Um, anything else? From anyone? Um, I also liked that bit, actually. That was going to be my choice of like what I liked as well. Um, but if I was to go with a, another bit, I think there's a, it's a singular panel where John is talking about his depression, even though we've said that like they've focused on John's depression a lot. And he's got a new... I think uh, it's quite funny that his psychiatrist that he's paying for at the mall is like, terrible and just writing yeah. uh, on his, um, on his uh, uh, notepad different, like, pictures of penises and things (laughs) which is quite funny but when he gets his new psychiatrist there's a bit where he's like stood in front of like a red box um and i actually just think that's a really amazingly drawn panel because we've talked a lot about the story in this one and like we've talked before how the art style is great in this but there are some really great panels in this one like anna's power John looking at that box, which I imagine is probably an allegory for his depression. Mm. Um, there's also a great scene that where John's fighting a member of the sex police in their sort of sex dungeon, yep. and he pulls out like this double wielding dildo, which is almost <laughs> like a lightsaber, which yeah. I thought was like yeah. an amazing art choice as well. So there's some amazing like art in this issue, which really like even though there was some uh, issues with the, I guess the pacing is probably the right word for it, where it was jumping around. The art style really kept me compelled, and that shot of John in front of like this red box naked is, I thought, was quite, uh, quite a strong like art panel, even though it's actually quite a small panel on a page. Mm. Uh, I like that one a lot. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a that's a really good one as well. I think for me, it's like I say, the bits with Rachel just had me actually laughing out loud because I think her one-liners are just so like on the button perfect. Um, I liked the little sequence with Robbie Rainbow when he's explaining all the different types of um, contraception and birth control, but obviously Susie's imagining him just stripping off <laughs> <laughs> because why not? And then, um, yeah, and for me, it's all the little... De- we spoke about this in Volume 1. It's all the little details in the background of all the artwork. So, obviously, you've got Jasmine Sinclair's movies that she's been in yeah. with some brilliant titles. And then, if you just look around for when you're, re- especially on a reread, just all the little posters in the doctor's office, the fact that the bookstore that Robbie and Rachel are in is called Porns and Noble, which <laughs> is just another thing. And for, for anyone who doesn't, hasn't realized or knows the subtitle for this one is Six Criminals Going to Two Worlds, One Cop, which <laughs> I think is for anyone who's, you know, aware of the reference, then I just yeah, think well, they're if very If you know, good. you know, but we're not going to tell you. We're not, we're, we're definitely not, we're yeah, definitely we're not going, not going down that road. But I like how, and I, I just like how sex positive this kind of series is and yeah. doesn't, sh- doesn't shy away from it. It's true. Um, it's and while true. it is more... I guess more graphic this one is definitely more graphic. I don't mm. think they ever quite get into the point of parody and silliness. No, I agree. Yeah. And also as I said that old woman on the bus seemed to be liking it. So yeah. I mean that's the <laughs> that's the real testament. If if somebody watching from afar is like, mm, "That looks good." You know, it's <laughs> Yeah. Can't be too bad. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There you go. Recommendation. Um <laughs> from the old woman on the bus. So before we wrap up, what do we hope to see in volume three? 
And I guess, well, I guess that's that's the question. What do we hope to see in Volume Three in the future? Like, where do we want this to go? Obviously, we've established we want to see more about the sex police. Mm. Um, is there anything else we kind of want to see moving forward, Simone? I want to see more, more, more people with more sexy powers. That's that's what I want. I want I want and I want a variety of them. I don't want like like real a real range. Like they've gone yeah. pretty far out there with a sex goddess. Like I want to see something else. Like I don't know a man that can like transform into something. I don't know. <laughs> into a, a transformer. Wow. I don't into know. <laughs> a dildo. That's what we want to see. That would be... I love Chris's call. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, uh, I want to see the full spectrum. That's, fair enough. I mean, that would be interesting to see. I've, I'm not what... saying I want to see someone turn into a dildo, but that that was Ian. I'm saying I. I, I mean, it I mean, would be funny, wouldn't it? No, knowing this series, that based on the two volumes we've read, it's not well. It's not without the realms of possibility. I think it's quite close yeah. to being real. I think yeah, I, you know what? I'd pe- I'd probably bet. I'd probably be. Say for betting money on that than something else, to be honest, given this this uh, series. So mm. could be right. Um, but that would be good. Uh, Ian, what would you like to see? Uh, I think I've got a prediction. I think the sex police are going to kill his psychiatrist. I think that's what's going to happen. I think right. at the end. I think at the end of the issue, she uh, what's her face? The actual. I know we don't know her face, but the one they call what's her face? Kegel face. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'll kill him. Because she says at the end, like, oh, you know, what we're going to do, the police wouldn't be able to do. Uh, and I think they're going to kill um, the psychiatrist, um, I think. Or at least take him and torture him or something like that. I think they're not going to be too nice to him. Um, but what I would like to see, um, probably the same as Simone. I think they've opened up a, a real interesting... I mean, of this issue, there's a lot of stuff where they explore... Um, depression really well and i think we would like to see more of that discussion for Susie as well and i think i'd like to see more of a delve into i guess i because i get the impression that john and Susie's relationship is not a healthy one and i would like to see maybe like where that will go with that which i'm sure we will but i mm-hmm. agree with simone that in terms of like the wonderful and weird that this universe can provide the best place to go with that is probably exploring the strange powers that people can have with this ability. So I think they're going to delve into their relationship because that ultimately is the story of sex criminals. It's John and Susie's relationship and Mm. how they found each other. But I think something that's really interesting is the weird and wonderful of this universe. And in this universe, they can really push the boat out. And I would like them to do that, particularly with the art as well. I'd like to see, because Anna's power is really represented in an awesome way. So I'd like to see like more weird dildo transforming humans. That's what I want to see. That's, <laughs> That's what we want. That's what we want. Dildo transforming humans. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I'd like to see I'd like to see John finally turn a corner because I think he's on the cusp of something, but I would also not be surprised if he didn't and the story went a different way with their relationship. Mm. But I do but now that we've had a I guess a deep dive into characters with this one, I want to I want to start opening up the world more in the actual 
I guess the essence of the story, which is their relationship, but also within this world of the sex police and what's happening with that, and really start digging into what this all means and mm. and yeah, more dildo transforming people, as we've yeah. all said. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's what we want. That's that you that, heard it here. You heard it here first. <laughs> there we go. Great. Yeah. And I guess on that note, that's a perfect note to end on. Um, that'll be i think that's it for this week guys yeah, 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 yeah. great yeah, thank you so one. much well for uh chatting with uh, chatting with me and yeah. um yeah so thank you to everyone listening uh we really appreciate it thank you uh to you simone oh happy to be here good <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh, oh thanks ah. <laughs> and thank you to you ian as well oh well, thank you ah. <laughs> yeah. and thank you to you chris yeah oh, thanks, thanks to you, guys chris. Thanks, Thanks, everyone. Thanks. And thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back in a couple of weeks for our next episode. Until then, see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.